0: Welcome to the Umbia yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. Hello and welcome to the Umbia yeah Sports Podcast it is the April 13th episode. And for today's episode, it's going to be a little bit shorter. but we're going to kind of talk about the two playing tournament games that we've got coming up very shortly. So let's dive right into that. Um the two play in tournament games we're going to be covering. What are those two team or two games we're covering? It's the Horns and the Hawks and the Spurs and the Pelicans. Okay, let's start with the Spurs and the Pelicans and kind of just dive into what you think is going to happen there. All right, sounds good. Yeah, so I think especially in this game, uh, I think there's multiple things to watch. Uh, in particular, the the Spurs have this situation where they can definitely be beat in a lot of ways, but the Pelicans, like we talked about multiple times on this podcast, have this have these two groups of teams. They have the Jackson Hayes and Valen Judas-led squad of uh, five, and then they've got the McCollum-led squad of, of five as well. And both of these squads have their own kind of, I want to say, pros and cons of each. And, and when you really look at them, you kind of start to understand how they can beat the Spurs team, and how they could lose to the Spurs team very efficiently in both ways. If you look at the Jackson uh, led led one, or if you look at the Valen Judas led one, what you end up getting is these the, this this group of taller guys, bigs bigs that they play. They're not playing small ball with that group. They're playing the type of group that can definitely beat you inside get the get the uh, inside bucket be dominant and to get rebounds against this first team really does not rely on your ability to uh, have a whole lot of strength it's more about positioning and a little bit about strength but it's more about positioning so if you get the right position you can get the rebound nine times out of ten. The other thing I really like about this group of the bigs that they have is they do a decent job of getting inside the paint but the the cons I guess it would be not the thing I like but the cons of it would be the, the, the three point is a little bit lacking with this group. You're not really going to get a whole lot, of, whole lot of that unless you get McCollum into this group of guys and kind of mix things around which I think they should be doing. Those three guys should be on the court as often and as much as they possibly can because I think that's how you're going to beat them. But The other group gives you more uh, of the ability to play um, the three-point game and win that efficiently and do that well. And that's where you're really going to put the Spurs in a deep hole if you can do that. The problem then lays in the fact that, like we saw at times in the Maverick games, they can get easy rebounds or easy buckets inside. Because a lot of the buckets that they get are resulting from good defense and also who's on him. So if you're closing out and regardless if you're taller than the other guy or shorter, then knock the bucket bucket in nine times out of 10. But if you have perfect height, if you're taller than the other guy and, and, and you were able to get a good hand up in there, the Spurs player will more likely miss it. So, I think there's a lot of ways that this could go for the Spurs' favor, but I think there's more ways this could go for the Pelicans' favors. And obviously, this is a winner go home game, so I think we're gonna get more energy than we did in most both of those games last night. Even though that that Minnesota Clippers game, like we talked about, so that game's gonna be that a little closer. A it was extremely close, and it was extra, had a lot of energy. But this is gonna feel a little more like a playoff game because it's winner go home. So there's a lot to it. So I think it's gonna be kind of one of those games where. I just don't see the Spurs being able to pull it out just because I think this Pelicans team can definitely put you in a hole because of the second squad. They have that ability for three-point play. So they just need to keep doing that. And I think ultimately it's going to really come down to what type of team are we playing with the spurs are we playing a team a spurs team that's missing a lot of their shots from three point range are they fouling a lot are they struggling to get inside are they getting a lot of their shots blocked all that stuff if that's happening then that's pretty good representation of the fact that the pelicans are going to win but if this pelicans team is struggling with guarding the shot and they're playing their other and and this the front guys Hayes and our, uh, Jackson Hayes and, and um, Valangius are getting to a lot of foul trouble, like we saw with the Timberwolves. And You got to start questioning some things. But more the last few games that I've watched, the Warriors and then against the Mavericks, I'd say there's a template there. The Pelicans just have to kind of pu- plug and play, and they're going to do decent. I think they'll do just enough to get by them. Personally, I think this is a Pelican victory. All right, let's talk about the Hornets game. Who do you think is going to do the best in that game? See, this game's a little more complicated because the, the, the results of this game are really not going to come to you until the fourth quarter because the, the Hawks are a good three-pointing team. We know that, but we also know at times they can start out ice cold from the behind the arc, and it takes time to get warm, and it takes getting to the line, it takes fouling, it takes getting inside, playing the dirty work, getting the buckets, getting warm, and getting loose, and then start kicking back to, out to the perimeter, and then you get hot. And usually that takes multiple quarters. So if that's what's going to happen here, then I think this Hornets team can keep it close. Because the only reason that the Heat won against this Hornets team is because their perimeter shooting was enough to leg out the perimeter shooting and the uh, inside buckets of the Hornets. And the Hornets, we know, live in the paint. That's where they make their money. That's when they make the most money. That's really where they're at. And obviously, they've done enough to get bridges of a max contract worth a ton of money over five years, right? That's the, the idea that he's going to sign. So obviously that's where they make their money at, but that's not to say that they can't hit the three because they can, but that does not really where they rely on and make the most of their shots. That's an inside play. Now on the defense side of the board, they're also really good in the paint and they can stop you. So you have to be very physical inside. There are players on this Hawks team that can get physical enough that they can play inside and make buckets and have fun in there and get plays. Trey Young is one of those guys that go cross the baseline and find a way to maneuver enough to make that correct shot. That's something they're gonna have to do. But they're also gonna make sure the three point shot is dropping from the very beginning. And more than likely, that's not gonna happen for them. That's gonna probably gonna end up being something that's gonna happen a lot later on. So if that's the case, then the inside play, inside the perimeter, inside the paint, they have to play the most physical that they played all year round because it's not going to be easy to get it on either uh, bucket or defensive stop. These team, this team is really good in the paint, and it will it will take a lot of effort to get in there and do anything of any sort of, uh, of of anything. So, and I also think that this Hawks team, if they play it correctly and they get the three guys in the paint and congested a little bit, can make it hard for this Hornets team to score. But I I think this. Like I said, I think the meat of the action is gonna come in the fourth quarter. Late fourth quarter, we're gonna to get to the point where we're gonna to have to really be on the edge of our seats because we're not gonna see the winner. It's not gonna be clear cut like the Spurs Pelicans game. So ultimately, I wish this was a game that these guys were seven or nine and ten. Or no, 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 sorry, seven and eighth spot because uh, I, I think that both teams are going to play really well. And if they're given a second opportunity, they would probably have made it in. Unfortunately, that's then the bottom part. So it's win or go home. So I think the physicality level is just going to be through the roof. I think both are going to put on an absolute show from the three-point line, but they're going to play in their strengths. I think Trey Young is going to start out early. He's going to try to get that perimeter shot going, and that's going to be something that he's going to make his money on. That's going to be really exciting because he's probably going to knock down a vast majority of them. But I think also the Hornets are going to waste zero time getting into the paint scoring and making your life miserable in there. And so it's just really going to come down to when do the Hawks get hot? Do they get hot at the end of the game way too late? Or do they get hot at a reasonable time and they start to get hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter until the very end? And then they just blow the socks off the game and the building explodes with excitement. So really, there's a lot of options for this game. And there's a ton of ways for things to go very wrong for both teams. So ultimately, it's really just going to come down to who gets hot at the very end of the game. And the more I watch it, the more I say to myself the hawks have the ability to win this game and i i had this feeling for weeks because I've been watching this footage in this game and we covered it a couple podcasts ago uh, about a week maybe a week and a half ago and ultimately I think it's going to be the Hawks win just because I think this Hawks team possesses the right uh, pieces and the right ability to get hot when necessary and get the three points to drop when necessary and that's how you beat this Hornets team because you can't go punch for punch with them inside the paint. They'll leg you out and they will win just because I feel like they're a more physical team inside the paint than we're used to in the NBA when everyone's after the three-point play they really ha- can do that but they're that's where they that's where they're dwelling that's where they're at so personally close game i mean i don't it's hard to do like a prediction for these but i think it's going to probably win by uh, a trey young three-pointer at the very end that's just how this thing looks based off all the film it sounds like it's going to be a really exciting game i'm looking forward to being able to watch that one and also wait to the fourth quarter to see the final <laughs> results so yes. all right so your predictions are let's just go through them again just see the two teams that we're predicting are going to win it's gonna be the Hawks and the the Hawks and the Pelicans. Hawks and the Pelicans. All and right. also the games last night. For I mentioned this right now. My record one and one because that's the right. Timberwolves yes. decided what a crazy conclusion. Edwards was gonna get a billion points. I mean, yeah, it was ridiculous. But I like the Patrick Beverly situation going yeah. on the little Clippers rivalry. I'm excited to go. Little that hand going. fight. That was, that was such an interesting thing. <laughs> little in hand fight. Court. Yeah, that was a fun game. But if exciting. I can get these last couple of games, my record will go back up. Yep, an exciting playing tournament so far. So. Hope to see how these games go, excited to catch up on those. Yeah, for sure. So, a shorter episode this time, but we'll be back on Friday with more news, and whatever happened tonight, we'll be able to kind of cover that. And so, yeah, looking forward to the games tonight. Absolutely. See ya. See ya. God bless.